you for coming back for another episode of Uncovered the Podcast. This is a special midweek episode from our very special co-host Nikki joining me today. I was way too excited to make everyone wait another week and a half for this to go live, so I thought why not today? (laughs) I really enjoyed this episode. We focused on what the fine line between being a network marketing or MLM company is and what a pyramid scheme is. Nikki is probably one of the funniest people I've had the pleasure of having a conversation with. We did a lot of laughing and had a lot of fun recording this, so I hope you enjoy. I'm, I'm on the phone. It's okay. <laughs> just as a just as a start. That's all right. Good timing. Just to... offering me an Easter egg, though. Damn. Oh, uh, bless. <laughs> Um, that's a good type of interruption i know anyway we're going now see ya <laughs> bye <laughs> so leave it and go <laughs> i know i'm like i'll just pause you um anyway <laughs> no i'm kidding so how did you get involved in anti-mlm you know ad- i'd say advocacy really because you're one of the main admins aren't you on the group that we all follow on facebook and i'm going to link below in the episode description anyway for people to find the group but how did it come about for you? Yeah, yeah, I am an admin in the group, that's right. I'm a new admin, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just sort of starting to branch out a little bit more with my own advocacy. So for me, I've never been in an MLM personally, but it's my awareness of them started, I think about 2014, 15 time when I was at uni. Mm-hmm. Sort of started seeing things like Unique and Forever Living popping up. A family yeah. friend was doing Forever Living and actually I've worked out now with the knowledge I have now that she was actually one of their top recruiters. So she ended wow. up quite high up in the pyramid. And she, when I look back, I suppose like she did really harass me for like well over a year to try and join the downline. Mm-hmm. And no amount of saying no was enough. So that's what they it is, yeah. I look at that now and I, I know that now, but at the time yeah. I was just like, take no for an answer. <laughs> so that sort of started my awareness and a general hesitance. And then um, my sister's a military wife, so she's moved around a lot, you know, trying to build communities. Her husband's in the American Air Force. Wow. So in a lot of the air bases, they're all kind of people starting afresh, not knowing anybody. And, yeah. you know, she was reaching out to a community, just looking for friends and for people to chat to. Like she'd just had her babies. It can be quite an isolating time. Mm. And then I just got fed up of the amount of phone calls I was fielding from her just saying, oh, I thought I'd made a friend, but they just were trying to sell me makeup. I thought I'd uh. made a friend, but they just wanted me to sell their supplements. And she just gave up. Like, it's really sad. Very sad. Yeah. I think so, they're quite... So- um quite prevalent aren't they in uh, military wife communities in America they seem to be yes. you see a lot of information about that when researching there are definitely very big communities that are built up of MLM in um, military wife communities spouse, spouse communities definitely there are Facebook groups I think that are dedicated to that specifically to selling MLMs to other military wives oh wow so yeah it's like a really really big thing <sighs> I didn't know that so um yeah, uh, the amount of stories I've heard, obviously, through my sister, I know some other military wives as well, and it's kind of all the same. If they're not selling them, they're being constantly mm-hmm. recruited to or pushed to, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that obviously didn't give me the greatest impression either. No. But then I think it really cemented for me. So I 
um, suffer with fibromyalgia and other chronic pain sort of related illnesses so that impacts my life quite a lot mm-hmm. it impacted it massively when I first got sick because I was off work for several months on statutory sick pay so I was yeah. stuck at home I was you know getting a pittance just enough to survive on a basic level and I was obviously very fed up in pain frustrated lonely all of that so I went out there, like laying in bed days at a time, I went out there looking for a community and a little bit of support from other people that are sort of going through the same things as me. Sure, yeah. So I thought I'll join some disability and chronic illness support groups and I joined them and I found some lovely people who really understood what I was going through, but I also found a lot of MLM reps in there. In the um, fibro it- groups? In disability support groups, chronic illness support groups, in groups that were specifically designed to help disabled people access the correct benefits and financial advice that they were in all of them. Now, the admins did their best to sort of kick them out, root them out quickly because they didn't want that sort of lurking and having people be preyed on. But my inbox was full. I wasn't a prolific poster in the group either. So anytime you popped up, there would be different ones sort of coming into your inbox and either trying to um, say that the products would cure your symptoms. So that was a lot more like the wellness type ones. Cure them. There's some claims. Yeah. They they say they could cure your symptoms. There are people in that like, you know, juice plus type reps that are saying they could cure endometriosis and fibromyalgia and chronic pain and migraines. And then the other side was... Um, you can make thousands a month just laying in bed, you know, you with your disability, this is perfect for you. <gasps> and, and yeah, like, I don't know how I would have felt about all that if I didn't have all the backstory that I had, you know, if I hadn't seen what I'd seen. They weren't yeah. something I've ever had any formal education or warning about. It's just no. pure luck that that was my experience. Yeah. So I didn't get suckered in. I just got angry yeah how dare you lucky you did come and come in these groups with all these people that are suffering and struggling and try and make a buck off of that so yeah that experience definitely crystallized me wanting to get these businesses banned in this country I'm sick of seeing people being exploited by them Uh uh-huh me and so in the first episode me and Laura discussed about even getting the you know we've got no you know, there's no ruling around what they can and can't say and what they can and can't do in this country either in MLMs. You know, them yeah. making claims like they can cure diseases and illnesses like that is disgusting. It's really shocking. Yeah, yeah the lack of regulation totally is a yeah. big problem in this country. Like nobody is monitoring this. At, At least in America, they have a few agencies that are keeping mm-hmm. on top of this, you know, and the issue warnings when they step a little too far out of line there's nothing here there's nothing Nothing. wow so I'd also I wouldn't like to think about how many people that did join in those groups that don't have the you know the background of you knowing what these companies were and how they are and yeah you know not the 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 lies they tell to get people in it it makes you wonder how many did you don't want to say fall for it but join you know yeah I think so I think a lot of them were you know sold on the promises Mm -hmm. that were that were offered out because when you're disabled when you're in pain you're stuck at home a lot of the time it can be very lonely yeah the money can be a big worry like I I 
don't know a lot of disabled people who have you know tons and tons of disposable income to throw around it's usually you know very tight budgeting trying to make all the ends meet and any extra stream of income sounds like a dream come true of course so yeah if if you haven't had the right experience in the past to make you skeptical then you're gonna welcome it with open arms aren't you mm-hmm. it doesn't occur to you that someone would come into a space like that where you're you know sharing your personal suffering and experience and exploit you like you just don't think like that no no not one bit and you think who could sink that low that's what I think yeah. that's oh man it, it, yeah, it, it makes uh, you angry it was hard to stay rational and not sort of go off on one. I don't tend to like anger as a method of dealing with stuff if I can help no. it, but boy, boy, it was tough sometimes in those groups. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't lose it on some of the messages you got. Well, I had a few arguments with a few of them. <laughs> I had some very angry voice notes from a Juice Plus rep who called me a, inverted commas, neggy B. Oh, thank you for so, that. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I'll get tattooed on my arm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll own it. I'll own it, definitely. Yeah. I know. Rather be a neggy bee than an exploitative bee. That's what I say. Oh, absolutely. And I think sometimes, (laughs) you know, you think of these people, they've been brought into this circle and taught to do this. Like when I, you know, some of the things I listened to when I was learning new skin. Mm like the things they were telling you to do like the groups to join and hashtags to search and you know target specific age groups like even people who've just turned 18 because they basically don't know any better you know like yeah just and then there's different levels to drop to isn't there like that's all sneaky but you know exploiting people's you know health issues and yeah vulnerable people like you know disability yeah. illness all of that is really life-altering and stressful and hard and do not you know, you in there yeah yeah it's Doing a similar thing people. with new mums I think isn't it it's life-changing mm-hmm. it's a big adjustment and it ends up being that swooping in and taking advantage of a person who hasn't caught their breath yet with their new circumstances yeah, yeah of course and they're looking for people oh yeah I'm a mum and I'm so glad I can work around my child and or yeah, yeah. it's up boring, it's very it? manipulative isn't it that's the best word for it yeah and I know that um you've joined me today that because we both seem to be quite passionate about the fact that they are pyramid schemes but they toe the line just below being able to be called a pyramid scheme so we'd be in the wrong for outwardly telling the world probably that I am now um (laughs) I'm doing that right now but you know out outwardly announce into the world on front of newspapers these countries these countries god these companies are (laughs) um pyramid schemes and they manage to stay just below the line of being able to be identified as a pyramid scheme well this is the thing like they deny it strenuously Mm -hmm. but I noticed that what they tend to say when they are denying it is not to go into how the business model doesn't match up with that they just say well pyramid schemes are illegal Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's the okay. one line you get. That's the one line. But, but a lot of things aren't illegal right up until the point where someone notices and logs the harm that they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of things were once illegal that should never have been illegal. Um, yeah. Sorry, the other way around. You know what I mean? <laughs> Both, <laughs> I suppose. You know, yeah. slavery yeah, was true. legal. Definitely shouldn't have been. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, like, I'm hoping this is going to be. I'm sure of it, but I'm hoping this is going to be something that's looked back on in years to come, and people who are like business students will be like, "I can't believe they're allowed to do that. I cannot yeah, believe I they so. were." Yeah. Honestly, Jess, I really hope so because it seems like a real weird blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. Of you know, it's a very strange phenomenon that's emerged at this particular point of life, especially. Mm-hmm. So here's hoping we can, you know, get people understanding a little bit more about how these operate on the fringes of what's acceptable and legal. Yes. And what's right and wrong. Yeah, exactly. Morally, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I, just, I think we, we both have some strong feelings on this one. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to unpicking it with you. Oh, definitely. So I thought it was funny to do this. So I think where you start when you're researching this kind of stuff is what is the difference between multi-level marketing and pyramid schemes so I think that's something every work body probably starts when they google this kind of info which you do so I yeah. thought I'll do this for the episode to get it ready um money advice service the website so you know a really good website for anything to do with managing money debt management you know general monetary awareness and advice um have a article from last year is a multi-level marketing scheme a good way to make money so spoiler alert (laughs) spoiler alert probably not so they've got a section on here what's the difference between an mlm and a pyramid scheme the first line pyramid schemes are illegal <laughs> honestly that should be these companies motto right yeah yeah they need t-shirts they really do <laughs> they um... get them screaming that at the conventions <laughs> yeah. it says awesome. a pyramid scheme won't sell a product or a service instead the only way to make money is to recruit other people to the scheme it means most people who join a pyramid scheme will lose money only a few people at the very top of the pyramid will make money now isn't that interesting does don't you think that sounds a little bit familiar shall we get some (laughs) we need to get income disclosure statements up (laughs) do we need to do that (laughs) i mean you know that it just sounds like you know from from where you're saying well it's not a pyramid scheme okay explain to me then how this is completely different than how mlms operate Mm-hmm. Well, the next bit is an MLM might have a similar pyramid structure. However, a, legitim- <laughs> a legitimate MLM legitimate, will sell an actual product and it should be possible to make some money, although not necessarily much. So the Ooh, way they get away money. with it, you it, it is possible to do so. Whereas they're saying yeah. a pyramid scheme, it's not possible to make any money because you've got nothing to sell to people, but you just recruit. Yeah. So that doesn't seem awfully contrasting, does it, so far? No, <laughs> no. Without having it doesn't to seem re- like yeah. miles and miles apart, does it really, so far? <laughs> no. It says, however, in many MLMs, it's much more lucrative to recruit others than it is to earn commission from sales. So what's the difference there? There is none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. So I actually had a look. This sounds similar to... So I was looking. This is an American... Yeah. Um, industry, but obviously the model is still yeah. the same. It applies. Oh, sure, yeah. So this this was the Federal Trade Commission. So this is how they described it. Mm-hmm. Many pyramid schemes will claim their products are selling like hotcakes, 
but on closer inspection, the sales only occur between people inside the pyramid structure or new recruits. Wow. And that is <laughs> and that was in a, a FTC report about pyramid schemes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So uh. that that has some serious echoes, does it not, of the way that MLM schemes operate. <laughs> yeah. They are the your biggest customer is your person buying for themselves to then advertise to for others to buy. You're the biggest customer. You join waiting list to get products or you're having to buy from other people who got managed to get on the website from you like in some of the groups they they will well I saw it myself for a, for a few months but you know like oh I managed to get I managed to get hold of 10 like why are you ordering 10 if you've yeah. got no intention of selling them but you're going to sell them to me and you will sell it at the profit price not the wholesale price that I could have got it from but just because the website crashed because it was yeah. so busy is it just I, me or like obviously I've never been in an MLM so please mm-hmm. like just give me some insight on this do all of them have websites that are not fit for purpose or is that <laughs> just like I swear all the stories I hear people are saying the website never worked it crashed all the time we couldn't get onto anything yeah yeah pretty much I mean <laughs> you know I, I really do describe it as buying a, something that's launched brand new that you've advertised for months like god I can't wait till this comes pretending that you have it already to talk about how good it is because that's what you have to do to get the momentum you know you have to be like it's amazing it's the best selling it's not yeah. because it's not sold yet but yeah it's, how can it's, it be best selling if it's not out to no, be sold exactly but it's like q i always describe it as it's like getting online to buy beyonce tickets the minute they come out it is you join a queue the websites yeah. crash because too much traffic's going to them it's ridiculous wow. That's wild. Sorry for the slight diversion. It just made me think. No, that. no. It's, it's it's, I don't know if a crappy website was like a core element of these. I think they do. I think they do it know? on purpose, don't they? They do it to drum up the um, the wow factor, the mystery behind it, so everyone can post. Yeah. There are that many people online. The website crashed. Like, surely it's a good product, you know? Yeah, that's true. It plays into the. Um, illusion of like false scarcity doesn't it so Mm. there's only so many of these amazing products out there and you know yeah people get more excited about something that's harder to get hold of I suppose don't they like you say Beyonce tickets are a good example they're hard to get because everyone wants them I mean I've tried a a few times and walked away sad not walked away from the computer sad (laughs) never been able to get them so yeah me too me too (laughs) We all know the pain. One day. <laughs> but that's that's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. Just mm. so, yeah, that is interesting. It kind of links in a little bit, I think, to the way that pyramids also operate, is this yeah. Ill- yeah. illusion. Mm-hmm. It's all a house of cards, isn't it? And it's yeah. the illusion of the rep's lifestyle, the illusion of the product quality, the illusion of the product scarcity, and it's all sort of they're feeding into one another yeah oh yeah definitely what else does it say on there so i mean i've got actually a little list so this is again it's from the ftc report Mm. um but it it talks about the business model so a lot of their stats are american based but there are it's exactly the same (laughs) yeah of key warning signs for a pyramid scheme so do you want to go through these with me and tell me if you think they sound like mlm for each one I'm sure they don't sound like an MLM, but yes, I'm I will. I'm sure they don't whatsoever. 
<laughs> so, uh, okay, let's go. Warning signs. Number one, extravagant promises such as uncapped income potential. Oh, no. Financial Thoughts? freedom. Financial freedom. Like, earn from your phone a couple yeah. of hours a day. My favourite's the Monet one where they say, um, get paid to wash your hair. Like, what? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I see quite a few of them saying, get paid while you sleep. Yeah, yeah, that passive income. You need that passive income that doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't sound to me like there's an awful lot passive about it when you're spending <laughs> every minute of every day trying to be a walking billboard. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so that's number one. Number two, emphasis on recruitment as the real way to make money. Oh, okay, yep. Now, I mean, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing, isn't it? Like, they... MLMs say the thing that differentiates us other than the fact that we're not illegal is that we have a product Mm -hmm. okay MLMs do have a product for the most part that is true Mm -hmm. but the fact that your company is structured in such a way that means the vast majority of earning potential involves recruitment means that it's closer to a pyramid scheme than a traditional business yeah and there's been and, and i've seen on you know like the reddit page people's youtube content there are a lot of reps who will admit you know and and they've probably been coaxed into it by people who enjoy investigating this stuff in into admitting <laughs> it in the conversation but they do openly admit yeah you were the money is in recruiting the money yeah, is in selling a lot of ex-reps too, like content mm-hmm. creators. Like I know you had Laura on last episode. Yeah, That's yeah. something Laura's talked about in her content, that there's really yeah. quite a low cap on what you can make just from pure product selling. Like I can't, I cannot remember the details and she would be better placed than, than mm. me to tell you. But yeah, I believe she said with Unique what, that she was in, you can't transcend above like the second or third level on product sales yeah, alone. Yeah. So that no. is not uncapped potential in any way, shape or form. no. And the, yeah, the, even to, even from recruiting people to get up the levels in majority of the MLMs, I'm yet to come across one that isn't like this, but you have to have so many, you you know, your legs you have of each leg under you of people. So many of them have to be manager level below them. They have to be whatever the, however they name these things, blue, purple, diamond executive yeah President. ruby jasmine orchid yeah. <laughs> magic unicorn whatever it is yeah, yeah. These days. they the people under you need to be at a certain level too for you to be yeah. able to get to these top levels so no it's not through product you're right yeah yeah and that's actually so this is a slight sideline but i also read something about like there was a testimonial from a uk rep in an article that the bbc came out with only in january i think earlier this uh-huh. year where they said the only time that these businesses seem to care about shifting product is when an upline is looking to achieve a promotion based on the sales and activity of the downline. Yeah, I mean, at the end, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to read a horror story sent in at the end of every episode, and I've got one for here, but that sounds similar to what I've just read oh. that I'm, we're going to cover in a bit. But yeah, it's to promote somebody else usually. But yeah. yeah, or they sell to each other because the demand for these products, for you to take a picture with the product to say, buy yeah. this from me, that yeah. demand itself, you buy from others and you buy it, like I said, you buy it at profit price. You don't yeah. buy it wholesale price from these people. They want to make money off you. 
definitely so i think we've uh, we've very much ticked off that emphasis on recruitment as a real way to make money yes. the shoe fits would we say absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> so moving on the third warning sign is that promoters tend to play heavily on emotions <sighs> so i would say that a lot of the content that i see from MLM representatives is geared towards one of two things, I guess. The first is the sort of um, toxic positivity and trying to inspire a lifestyle, you know, like, oh, you can be a boss, babe. You can be the queen of your own destiny. You can be a CEO. Mm-hmm. Or it tends to be the opposite and tugging on the heartstrings, where it's Absolutely. like, you know... I need friends to support me. What's the point of having people that love you if they don't support your dreams? Oh yeah, I mean they they you know they they share and and these people share these um posts on Facebook. You see them because I've got people in my friends list who have joined MLMs and I keep them there for my entertainment, but they yeah. are <laughs> they are they they share things, you know, that are well if you're going to support this business but you don't support this business that your friend opens well I would if you'd opened one but you haven't right. have, have you put effort into designing the product having it manufactured getting your stock no you haven't yeah this is it it is not your business so I'm not supporting you if I buy body shop body yogurt I'm supporting a multi-million pound corporation yeah I'm not and, and you might not, yeah. get four pence of commission for the privilege like oh it's ridiculous but that makes sense as well using that um the emotive stuff because I think that is the explanation around my why and why these companies have a you know you've got to post about your why why you're doing this and what Mm -hmm. you know I'm really making you think about why you're doing this you know like everybody and and you don't want to say it do you but it's like watching the x factor like everybody's got a sob story oh yes Um, i know exactly what you mean every there's a sob story behind why or they want you to spin it as a sob sob story when really actually you're probably just living a normal life yeah not not everybody's loaded and not everybody's able to spend every day with their kids and my mum and dad worked and I went to clubs and my grandmas and granddad like it's a normal way of life that's how that's how life is you know it's if everybody did that nobody there'd be no businesses there'd be no Tesco for you to work to go and do your shopping at and exactly exactly that's totally true is that something that they pushed like when you were in and your experience that they really pushed you to do that sort of um life story autobiography type of content I do see that a lot so I'm curious yeah 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 they do like uh they want uh to tell us you've got to post about your why and I never did it because I I couldn't I'd bring myself to I think this is I was about to say this is why I failed no I was gonna fail anyway (laughs) but while I gave up quicker was because I I couldn't bring myself to post all of this bull crap on my Facebook page or my Instagram page for my friends to see and be like well sorry your life weren't that you know like if I'm yeah your life weren't that bad when I was hanging around with you you know like if I'm posting mm-hmm. I've now got a real friend circle of my friends and family like oh cheers yeah thanks for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. what are we <laughs> yeah like before I was so lonely and so you know no confidence and now I'm so self-confident and it's all because of this business and 
unfortunately, that's probably why they infiltrate, uh, you know, your groups you were talking about, like the disability groups, and they want people to join and have their why as before I suffered with this and now this product has cured me and it's changed my Mm. life and that and people are supposed to read it and go wow I need to use that essential oil shit I need lavender in my life it's gonna solve all my life problems (laughs) oh god I wish (laughs) yeah I think you're right this was exactly what made me angry what was going on I was like so you've come into this space that people who are struggling and desperate within and you've not seen us as people who are going through something hard who need help you've seen us as oh that's a walking testimonial for my next sale yes yes it's a very cynical way to look at people yeah I don't think people realize until they're on the other side of it necessarily that's how they're trained to look at people yeah and I mean when you're trying to do the recruiting you know you're looking for you're looking for the person who isn't going to come at you with facts. Unfortunately, yeah. I wouldn't look at, at you because I wouldn't look at you as a potential for me to recruit, unfortunately, because you know too much and you're argumentative <laughs> and you're not allowed yeah. to, you're not allowed to associate yourself with negativity either. So you're yeah. actually quite negative for me. So I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that from Juice from Juice Plus Boss Babe. Yeah, that you're actually such a hater. Yeah, you, I mean, there's more long, wrong with your life than there is mine. Clearly, because you're bitter about everything. But yeah, you wouldn't even associate yourself with those kind of people who dare argue with you. You know, you're looking. No. It's almost like thinking, who's dumb enough to believe what I'm about to tell them? Who's yeah. dumb? And, and look at her. Oh yeah, she just cares about what she looks like and you know yeah. posts all the different outfits she goes out in like she hadn't got much more about her to post anything about what's going on in the world and looking like she yeah. could do a bit of research she'd be perfect and that's how you end up looking at people yeah and it's that actively seeking out people that might have their guard down as well you know like yeah for yeah. whatever reason mm. that oh um, yeah that yeah yeah. And this is the thing that I always come back to that like, no, I haven't been inside a business. So I haven't personally been through, you know, the the experiences that I hear other people describe. I haven't been in the team chats where they say this stuff, but I've seen it play out on so many different platforms uh-huh. through so many different companies. Yeah. That it is not a case of just a couple of rogue reps. Like it is a systemic thing that this yeah. is being trained down. And I can say yeah. that with confidence, just and as an outsider to think this way and like I remember when I got added to these whatsapp groups like the first thing they do they send you the pdfs of all the law of attraction based material you'll ever need and like I'm I'm signing somebody up (laughs) and yeah oh yeah I'm signing somebody can you tell how I feel (laughs) yes and that's sorry I've just come out hives yeah (laughs) 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 sorry (laughs) It's like nothing I hate more that law of attraction. I'm so sorry. I'm listening to you say it and I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) mute while I vomit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and we we we've I think I've talked about this in another episode as well, but I don't mind repeating myself. But you know, law of attraction elements of law of attraction, should I say, is a there are a good there are positives to it you know if you have a better mindset you'll have a better day that's yeah. just fact that's just Definitely. you wake up in a foul mood everything goes wrong that day and you still get every set of traffic lights but really 
if you were in a better mood, you'd still be stuck at those traffic lights, but you're not noticing them because yeah. you're listening to your favourite song in the car or, you know, there's, there's elements of law of attraction that makes complete sense to me. But yeah. Perspective. Like, that's basically a bit of perspective, mm-hmm. isn't it? And that's a good thing for yeah. everybody. Yeah, you're either a glass half full or you're a glass half empty. Yeah. And I think it's perfectly normal to be both at some times. You know, it's good to be spect- uh, spectacle, sceptical, because um, <laughs> being sceptical keeps you away from this happening to you. You know, it, you, it's impossible yeah. to walk around all day. I'm a living, breathing manifestation. It's not. Yeah. But, yeah, in these groups, they like, who's got the PDF of the secret? And like, oh, I'll send it in now, send it in now. Like, it, oh. <laughs> Crikey. It's really like a doctrine, isn't it? Like a religious doctrine that's touted as the Bible. Like, yeah, the secret. I, or the American lady, I've got no time for that Rachel Hollis woman. I've got no oh, time yes, for well, her. They don't like her anymore. Have you seen in her most recent book, she called people who get into MLM <laughs> stupid and dumb. Ooh. I was buying fed you Rachel. We were chatting at all their conferences last year, telling them they were boss babes, and now in their new book, you've literally told them they're dumb. Ooh, you won't be invited back to Unique HQ, I can tell you that much. And you know Freaky. what? She's smart because she's made all her money from them that she can because these conventions they're not going to have the her every year, are they? Because oh, she came last no. year. I'm not going to go again this year. Then I wanted to see the new um what we're gonna call yeah. them the new um god that we're worshiping at the time. Yeah. yeah the new the new um the new leader we all need to follow so yeah. she's made sure she's made all the money from them first and then divorced yeah. her husband and then said well actually you're all dumb anyway yeah and then she's put the middle finger up big time <laughs> controversial rachel but um yeah so i i think we can safely say that playing on emotions is a big part of this. It's that absolutely playing on positivity, negativity, making people feel like if they have feelings that are mm. completely saleable and marketable, yep. then that's not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that look, one's ticked. I don't know about you. People that don't have emotions other than happiness frighten me. <laughs> they do. Like, I don't I know how you do, go from being that negative, to be honest. Oh, I really don't. I, t- I like to be cheerful, but crikey, I, if I had to give up moaning, I'd last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think number four is like somewhat connected to what we spoke to earlier. Mm-hmm. So this is um, another, what the fourth warning sign is high pressure tactics for sales and false scarcity, e.g. three spots left on my team. Oh, I hate that. I've got. Yeah, I've got three spots left. Who's going to join me? I've got three spots left for this month. No, you haven't. Yeah, let's be honest, Jade. You've got infinite spots. Like, can we just admit that you have all the spots in the world and you would like everyone that you've ever met to fill them to make you more money? Like, Let's just be open about this. Yeah, I've got three spots to offer my mentorship. Well, I'm sorry, you work the same full-time job as me because I know you're from work. So your (laughs) mentorship isn't something I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm all Bill right. Gates, Bill Gates mentorship, I'd more than happily snap hands for, you know. Absolutely. Like... <laughs> someone who is a leader in their field, you know, like a real, someone who's achieved success, someone who joined the MLM last week, 
<laughs> I think you're running before you can walk if you're offering your mentorship out when you've not been in the business a full calendar month. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and but... you've got three spots left because you need three <laughs> spots to promote yourself by the end of the by the end of tomorrow. You yeah. need that to hit your promotion for the second month running. So yeah. Well, I didn't know there was a promotion above CEO, and that's what they all are. So I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'd actually yeah, take yeah. mentorship from the people who own these companies. To be quite honestly, honest yeah. here, I would rather. I don't agree with your business model, but you've got somewhere more than. I mean, <laughs> totally. I have a lot of problems with their ethics, but you can't. They've been very successful. You can't deny that. At least they've truly achieved something and financial freedom and whatever other bloody buzzwords we're using this year. Yeah. Rather that than Linda from Accounts, who's been selling knockoff perfume for a week. I'd love the fact she used Jade as well. It's normally Karen, isn't it? I love the fact she said Jade. That's funny. I like to mix it up. Yeah, they're all different names, aren't they? The false scarcity thing about stock too. So that's like Mm -hmm. really reminds me of what you were saying earlier about when you were um, new skin, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and I see that and with body shop I see that with the mm. makeup ones I see that mm. but I think stock wise they're not lying <laughs> they are sold yes. out because I can't even get one for myself <laughs> no, this, well this is it isn't it so there's a combination there it's, it's false scarcity when it comes to things like team building yeah and high pressure sales tactics for products because you need to get in quick or you really won't get one because they, ha- they want you to promote it and see I reckon the hope is they'll launch a new product, hype it up for so long. When it's sold out, they hope that people maybe buy other stuff while they're there. Yeah. Or join know, to recruit. Yeah. yeah. Or, or well, you might to, have to have a better chance. You might as well sign up because then you can buy it yourself and at discount price. So you might as well sign up. So, yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? It's all a very thin veil that mm-hmm. when you lift it up, it just leads to more recruitment, join the team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we've ticked that one off then, I think. We can yep, uh, that agree that fits. And then fifth and finally, the last warning sign of a pyramid scheme or um, system, because it's not just the, this This one incorporates pyramids that can have products, mm-hmm. is that distributors buy more than they sell to qualify for promotions or bonuses. Oh gosh, absolutely. They all do. And and in another episode, um, it'll already be out before this one, but I read a story uh from Body Shop at home and she was yeah. spending £150 a month or something like that. Yeah, to, I've heard to multiple, keep her account active. Yeah. Yeah. I I've heard several body shop reps saying that. And I know most of these companies do have a minimum amount that you have to spend within mm. a set period to keep your account active. Yeah, except for companies like IntelliTravel that you have a monthly fee to pay instead. So they don't yeah. we've got no sale targets. No, but I've got to pay you regardless of whether I make any money or not. Exactly, yeah. So they get you one way or the other, don't they? It's either you have to pay this upfront fee for but they usually say it's for website hosting, don't they? I think yeah, in those yeah. ones. To have your own or, online store or something daft. Or they can tout it as being free, but then when you look at the small print, it's it's free, if, but you don't get to keep your account unless you've spent a certain amount, though. Yeah, or earned enough points in selling to others. 
yeah that's it they all work a little differently but the the premise of it is always that you have to put a certain amount of money into the company if you want to stay Mm -hmm. it blows a lot of the you know I just buy my own bits and pieces through it and just keep my account open because a lot of them the, the types of purchases you would make just for personal use would not anywhere near meet that criteria no no, no I like I like a body butter you know as much as the next person but I can't use 150 pounds worth of body butter just for me <laughs> every month and uh, people are <laughs> sick of receiving it as gifts I'd have to have a skin surface the size of the continent of Australia to use that much body butter. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. not going to work. No, not at all. And I think the companies like um, I think Monet is one that's like that. You know, you have yeah, who uses that much shampoo every month? Yeah, exactly. But like how much do you get through the whole point? You're supposed to try and train your hair to wash it as little as possible. Like yeah. the idea of a lot of a lot of quality products and they advertise that too a lot of the you know a lot of the reps so you know i haven't washed my hair in 10 days yeah (laughs) for one that's not sanitary but two two, how are you getting through your monthly shipment you have and you keep telling me i need to sign up for auto shipment how are you how are you getting through yours it must be stocked up in your house have you um so this is a total little digression so mm, i can shut up fine. if you want I like have you seen the little miniature monet scandal that's been brewing over on instagram no but it's, i feel um, like something i'm gonna look at the minute we put the phone down go on <laughs> it's just been making me laugh it's popping up vogue oh. have um recently released an online article that talks about tons of different types of great shampoo yeah and my Nate reps have been sharing this article saying, look, Vogue's promoting us. Like, now do you see how quality we are? <laughs> They're so also promoting Vosine. <laughs> well, a lot of them are sharing this promotional image, right, with the Vogue articles, strapline and title and stuff. Yeah. A picture of my Nate and a little paragraph that describes the shampoo. Mm. When you click on the article, the Monet shampoo isn't in there. The paragraph they're sharing does not relate to Monet shampoo it relates to a completely different company's shampoo oh no way so they're just like both face lying about being in this article and promoting it and it's gonna are... be, yeah do you think it's going to be announced from like their head office like everybody stop using this <laughs> stop using this I think it this. might the, I think somebody's obviously sellers. shared that haven't they without even looking at it first yeah they must someone have jumped on it yeah and then it spread like wildfire and they look really really silly right now because it's not in the article at all what are people saying like what are the (laughs) what are the kind of comments people are getting quite a few people are seeing them share the link and then sort of playing like they can't understand what's going on so they're like where where i can't find it oh it's in the article scroll all the way to the bottom i can't find it can you screenshot it and send it to me and the, the conversations just end there yeah because presumably me for price. That's when they go, <laughs> i think that's when they go and check the article and go oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> it's not in there crap <laughs> that'll teach me to share what my upline said without question damn it so yeah have fun look that up when when we're done oh yeah i will i I do like i do like a a false advertisement like that it makes me Me chuckle maybe vogue will come out and say hey don't rope us into your crap (laughs) do not speak my name your dirty shampoo (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm so glad my date's got a big thing in this country. Yeah, I, I mean, I they came. I talk about them a lot, like I'm a complete expert, but I've never ever known anybody use it, buy it, know anybody else who knows anybody else. I honestly don't know if it. they're even available in the UK. Like I see them all the time with um, yeah. US anti-MLM content, but I don't think I've ever seen a rep in the UK personally. I mean, they did come over here, but I don't think they've taken off. It doesn't sound like it's blown up, does it? No, I don't know any hairdressers that use it. <laughs> yeah, certainly not one of the more popular ones over here. No, no, I think so, the FM world. Oh, yeah, this is, they're winning at the one, minute. Isn't it? The rest mm. of the world don't really. In travel and FM world, I'd say. But then other yeah. people, that's just my circle of people. But other people will say completely different, like, oh my God, no, everybody does forever, you know, the aloe vera thing. Yeah. Or everybody oh, knows yeah. Juice Plus, which is, they do. Well, Juice Plus is quite a popular one. But it I think is, at the yeah. minute it's FM. FM's the one that's gaining the most traction, I suppose, at this on the biggest hype bubble. Yeah. So yeah. ones like Unique, I think I was watching one of, I think it was one of Miss Bonley's older videos earlier mm-hmm. and she sort of charted how a company like Unique that peaked about five years ago is gradually like going down and down and down yeah. because this relates to the pyramid part. So a, a pyramid inevitably has to collapse because you literally run out of people to put yeah. money into. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. Like the house of cards collapses because you have nothing else to put. Yeah. So an MLM can survive longer because it's got the products that can sustain it to an extent a little bit of money is trickling in mm-hmm. but it's just it's going to collapse in slow motion because all the money is in the recruitment and a company once it's oversaturated loses its ability to recruit mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the contrast between a big explosion that happens all in an instant which is when a pyramid scheme collapses versus a volcano slowly erupting like yeah. the lava sort of bubbling right up until you know what I mean Mm, I think that uh that's happening with unique now like you said I think Mm. and I completely forgot to ask Laura about that um because I don't know what's going on there but there's a lot of people leaving and yeah there's a lot of talk of you can't order any product because everything's out of stock and staying out of stock and yeah people at the very top are jumping ship there's something going on there. I think and Unique could make a really good case study for this one. You know, if you get somebody on who knows much more about Unique than I do, like that yeah. would be such an interesting one because I think the life cycle of it is perhaps like the blueprint for how mm-hmm. a lot of them are going to go. Oh yeah, They're, it's all going to happen, and I think it. Hopefully, it's all going to happen a lot more with everybody joining in and banding together and creating content and getting their word out. You know, totally. So this is the thing, isn't it? I think social media has been a blessing and a curse for a lot of things. It's been a curse in that it's allowed these businesses to flourish mm-hmm. and it's allowed anybody to present themselves as being a qualified nutritionist or makeup artist or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uncritically. So it has allowed these things to build up and become mm-hmm. the big giants that are earning millions. Because that's yeah. they are. They are earning millions as much as yeah. I hate it. But social media also gives people a platform who traditional media might not allow it so someone like you can decide I'm going to do this podcast people like Laura and Miss Sponley Hattie you know all the people in the community in the UK have started making content just to make their voices heard and Mm -hmm. they have access to an audience that we wouldn't have had 20 years ago 
Yeah, absolutely. And I spoke so, to, I recorded with Hattie earlier, by the way. Love that oh, woman. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, she's, she's brilliant. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, but um, yeah, you're right. And I think, I think they also, I think they tend to flourish a bit more when it's a product that is new and like that they only sell it. Like when, um, when Tupperware came out years and years and oh, years yeah. ago, you know, that that's like, a throwback. Like I would have lived for that <laughs> like, at the time. The novelty, yeah, like mm. the novelty of it and the usefulness oh, yeah. of it. Totally. Yeah. Like I'm into storage solution. So me too. <laughs> everybody is into storage solution. So if they came out at the time and you know, all different types of Tupperware weren't available. You're, yeah. you're goddamn right they're gonna sell a lot but I think it's oh, when, you know everybody's doing detox pills everybody's doing this yeah. foundation you know if you're just joining a big pool aren't you it's like the makeup companies yeah. MLMs you know everyone sells foundation you know it's mm. well a they, lot of big big ones are shutting down like in the pandemic like Becca Cosmetics Becca is a big, Cosmetics. big company yeah massive shutting down yeah, you know, one of the biggest the collaborations in makeup history, wasn't it? Her and Jacqueline Hill. You yeah, know? massive. And, and now they've come is... to a point they're shutting. <laughs> like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's it. You're looking at really oversaturated marketplaces to start with for a lot yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. And like, God knows, the diet industry has got enough. I'm going to give you some it. homework. So basically, okay. you're going to have to think of a new and innovative product to start your mlm oh okay. for next time you're on oh, i don't have know when that'll be that. but when we when you next time you're on an episode you're going to have it's going to be like dragon's den basically i've just decided oh, yeah. off the top of my head i'm i'm gonna pitch you an mlm that's such a good idea yeah have you, have you seen that episode of dragon's den where he's like, where somebody comes on i think it's on youtube and they're like it's a pyramid scheme <laughs> <laughs> no it's very good I'll have to send it it's really funny oh, I got confused for a minute I was like wasn't that Tropic and no that was The Apprentice wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah My but bad. no somebody somebody came on Dragon's Den and I think pitched a pyramid scheme <laughs> awkward so do you know anything about actually and this is a massive side topic as well but it doesn't matter the utilities warehouse only a little, only a tiny little bit. Yeah, because I, bit. people, you know, my sister said she's recently done all her stuff through somebody she knows who does utilities warehouse, and hey, it saves you a fortune on your bills. I'm not knocking anybody who buys that product, to be honest. I'm not yeah. going to mock, mock, uh, mock them or, you know, knock them for doing it because it that's a genius MLM. Everybody wants to save great- money on the bills. <laughs> It's a great idea. You can't knock that. Yeah, I just it's don't understand just how it works. Yeah, I don't understand much either. Only that I think it's slightly more like um, IntelliTravel. It gets a bit more complicated when they've not got a tangible product mm. because they have to do certain things. Yeah, they're more differently just a broker, to make sure they're they? not a pyramid scheme. Yeah, exactly. Like they have to do certain things a little bit differently, I believe, so that they don't fall into the legal definition of pyramid scheme. Because as yeah. we discussed, a tangible product tends to be the thing that differentiates them. Mm-hmm. So when you're selling services or events or anything like that, it's a bit more complicated. Yeah. I would love to um 
hear like from an utilities warehouse rep or an ex travel rep or anyone like that about those more intangible ones yeah i've got um i'm recording with someone tomorrow who's an ex-rep um for travel, and i can't wait for that oh. because i've not heard you know i've not heard much positive no, about them and i don't think she's got anything positive to say but yeah um no. i'm looking forward to that but i think utilities warehouses you'd be struggling to find somebody who's an ex-rep for them i think i think they're just taking yeah. off at the minute aren't they here i think so i keep hearing it in the background but it's not one i've had a chance to do a bit a deep dive into yet and no. i think it would be good to because that yeah you know there aren't very many people a lot of us will say no, thank you. I don't want a lipstick or diet pills or perfume. No. But there aren't very many people who were going to say, no, I don't want to save money. Thank you. Yeah. Like if so, I mean, I wouldn't actively go looking for somebody to do my bills. But if they quoted me, you know, all of my house bills come say, I don't know what they come to. I should probably. But say they came to £500 a month in all your utilities and you're telling me I can have it for three seven five. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that, whether you're That's, an MLM you'd have or not. To- I'm not dumb. You'd have to have a lot of money to not care, care about the savings you can make, you know? Yeah, and that's why that one should be quite a successful MLM, which I don't want it to be, but the idea yeah. of it is unfortunately going to take off, I think. That would be one to well, watch. If if we, you know, achieve the, aim, the aims of the mission, which is to ban the scam, then perhaps businesses like that could exist and do good work, but just not with that exploitative structure. Yeah, just don't ask me to it, do it with you at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't seem to have the same level of, like, pushiness or the same, um, you know, ceaseless promotion from its reps. It just seems to genuinely be a sort of thing where you put the offer out there and people come to you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd be interested to learn more. But unfortunately, my um the majority of my experiences have been with the the ones with the tangible products, usually health, wellness and beauty. Mm, same. I've not really been asked about anything like that. But however, my did my my did. Oh my god, I can't even speak today. My sister <laughs> did tell me that she wouldn't have like because her somebody she knows does um the utilities warehouse bills for people she knows if because my sister did hers through her if my sister recommends anybody she will get 50 pound off her one of her month's bills oh see that sounds more like like affiliate marketing or something doesn't it like yeah yeah i wonder sure if that's that what one she said. Treads, like, treads a line in yeah. there you know yeah so that one's weird, but my sister wouldn't be signed up to recruit them. Just yeah, I kept like recommend a friend, and you get whatever. Oh, so interesting! That's in- interesting one. Have yeah, to... oh, I definitely look forward to learning a bit more about that one. But yeah, just just because the structure is different, like the other ones, we can look at and unpick, yeah. and like you know the the criteria we've just been through, we can tick them off easily. Like you yeah. can look at ones like <clears throat> unique FM, new skin, juice plus, and you can tick off every item in the list with examples. But I can't yeah. do that for ones like utilities warehouse at the moment because I don't have that no. experience or that knowledge. No. And same for IntelliTravel, they don't have a product of their they don't have holiday packages bought to you by travel yeah. airlines do they they're just a I, broker I'm, I'm very excited to hear that episode with the travel rep you're um, gonna yeah. be recording so that'll um, be fascinating 
Yeah, the IntelliTravel is going to be a two-parter. So Hattie's yeah. done one episode with me and the second one is the real-life experience of IntelliTravel. Oh, so I'm looking saga. forward to it. I know I'm gonna Why have wait? to I was, look what should be on for like four hours and I'll be like part four <laughs> of this interview but oh yeah. god yeah you'll be there right up until the people who book the holidays actually start going on them <laughs> won't you <laughs> yeah um another thing I like is I like I find amusing is when you're comparing your business model to well every big corporation is a pyramid scheme so <sighs> I don't know what your argument is that one's my favorite I think that is deeply frustrating because I'm like do you know what yes I expect the CEO to get paid more than me Joe blogs in an entry-level job and yes yeah. I see your point that your CEO gets paid more mm-hmm. but the thing is Joe blogs entry-level me mm. I still get paid whether yeah. the company makes two million or two pounds, yeah. I get paid for the work that I do. That mm. is the point. And that yeah. is what you should be striving for. You should not be settling for working for free for a big multi-million pound corporation. Mm. And it's more, I guess, the responsibility level, isn't it? Like they always use Tesco as a as an example. Tesco, or like Nike, or they use, yeah, they do love Tesco. I think I mentioned that yesterday, actually, in one of these. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's always Tesco. I wouldn't slag off a Tesco worker. Yeah, yeah because they're not turning up behind, for nothing. <laughs> people behind the, te- the checkout at Tesco don't harass me to start scanning items. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and the, the thing is, as well, like, yeah, they do get paid more higher up the chain because they're responsible for a lot more like if I'm an employee at Tesco or whoever or Asda or whatever and my team leader gets paid more yes one he doesn't get a bonus for me getting the job is one Mm -hmm. thing he doesn't get a cut of your wages (laughs) (laughs) and two he's very much responsible for me in terms of absence management, my health and safety while I'm at work. Like, if I recruited you, I've got no responsibility over you. You could do what the hell you like. No, but you, you better earn me some money or so I'm going to give never... you some shit. Yeah, you could recruit me to your upline and never speak to me again if you didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. If I was doing okay selling whatever by myself, yeah. you could very well not speak to me ever again. Mm-hmm. You have a, you know? I mean, in a normal working job you have a job description that you sign a contract to say you will carry out these duties to the best of your ability I mean Mm -hmm. yeah it's like um if I don't turn up for one day I'm not going to get paid I'm probably going to get a warning or sacked depending you know there's a lot more responsibility to it and I don't you know the, the the argument they bring up about um you being you you being in a pyramid scheme anyway because every business is a pyramid. Well, no, because the guy who earns half a million a year and takes care of all of the money, I don't want that responsibility. 
No. I would collapse and under the pressure. And the thing pressure. is, <laughs> that person right at the top has the responsibility to sustain the business so that everybody from the top to the very bottom is paid their living wage. Yeah. And that's the thing. It might not be much. It might not be life-changing money that you're getting paid at the bottom of a corporate company, mm-hmm. but it is money that you are paid and the greed contracted rate for the work you do regardless of how that company is doing. Yeah. And it is not honest, majority a of them. No, and majority of them is, is like, I mean, some jobs you can just turn up to, can't you? Some yeah. jobs, and, you know, I, I really think highly of care, people like carers because they earn a lot less than what they should, but you could earn the same amount at Tesco yeah. and not do as much physical, laborious work that you would do in a carer position. Yeah, day in day out kind of 14 yeah 14 hour shift days like some jobs yeah. you know you can you can have a more relaxed shift than others can't you whereas totally but this is it isn't it yeah. it's, long story short i'll use this example if i've ever spoken to an mlm or when i'm trying to have this conversation mm. most of them don't get to this point because they don't really want to talk about it but i will point <laughs> You're too out negative okay, that's why i'm very negative <laughs> But um, back in the day when I was at uni, I worked at a cinema to pay mm. my bills and stuff, right? Yeah. It was it was a pretty dull standard job, but I turned up, I got paid. It would be like you, the, the suggestion that you want to recruit me into your MLM and the payment structure that you're offering me would be like if I turned up to that cinema job and they said, we're only going to pay you for your shift today if that film makes 100 million at the box office. <laughs> like, yeah. How yeah. was how am I supposed so I could put a full eight hour shift in? And you've got to do the yeah, you've got up. to do the advertising. Also, come and see this yeah. showing at this time. All the grunt work. I'm selling the tickets. I'm cleaning up the place. I'm walking up and down the street trying to get punters in. Mm. And then it's all still dependent on how well the film does when it's out of my control. That's mm. how it is. And when you put it like that, it sounds ludicrous. Yeah. Absolutely. But that, but that is what they're asking of people. Mm-hmm. Do all the grunt work for a chance that you might get paid. That's that's a really good analogy. Thank you. Very good. That's a good one. Um, can I just ask though, when when you worked there, did you get to watch films? Yes, free free tickets was the major perk of that job. I actually really liked that job for what it was. Yeah. I, I've I always thought it'd be something that I could do. I worked a lot of different retail jobs when I was young, just to you know, like make ends meet and all that. And that mm. was my favourite retail job I ever did. I bet they're not I doing too the... well at the minute. Cinemas actually, they haven't been open for no. a long, long time, have they? No, um, some of um, well, the the chain that I used to work in, Cineworld, is actually I think it went into administration. I'm not sure oh, what's going no. on. They've got good but cinemas as well, Cineworld, comfy seats. Yeah. Some of my friends who um, still work there from way back when I did have been unsure of what's going on for months. So it's, there's this, it's really mm, sad. And so this sad. is another good point. Like this pandemic has brought so much instability and insecurity to so many people that have been thrown into a completely unpredictable situation where their work has been just ripped from them without any warning, yeah. without any planning. And that's yeah. why it's so insidious that these companies are creeping in Mm-hmm. and trying to fill that gap like it, yeah. oh, it just makes me really angry because it is that targeting of vulnerability like people that desperately need something and you are dressing up 
you know what you've got as something that it isn't yeah you're right and you know nobody would have ever thought that we'd be told we can't leave the country and can't go on holiday regardless you know like whether people can afford it or not that choice has been taken away from you and out of your hands but you still want me to join your company (laughs) you know it's It's um, unprecedented isn't it like absolutely and I would love to know truly and I'm not trying to be judgmental but I would really like to hear and I'm sure I will hear from your next episode how the hell the IntelliTravel uplines are selling the travel boom when the reality of like all the lockdowns and stuff has been going on yeah. I, I genuinely can't make sense yeah. of it from an outside perspective I know they can be very convincing so I'm not but I would like to hear how they're doing that oh, when on the too. face of it yeah it looks it looks insane yeah well the lady um sophie i've got coming on she i think she's left more recently you know like me talking about when <laughs> back when i was like it was like four years ago that i gave an yeah. mlm a try so i'm not really up to date on anything yeah. really but you know her story is a lot more recent and a lot more lockdown based i think so yeah that will be interesting this- it's interesting to compare as well, isn't it? Like mm. I know a lot of people like you who did it a couple of years ago when they were lesser known mm. versus the experience people like people are having now in the pandemic boom of these things. Yeah. Like no. uh, maybe one day it would be super interesting if you could find a, n- a new skin rep who's uh, recently, I'd love to hear you compare your experiences and see what's changed, if anything. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that that's a good so idea. Good. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't gel with it straight away. I thought it was a bit odd no. and I kind of walked away from it. I was like, that was a weird experience. But yeah, yeah. I think somebody, I've got, um, yeah. I've got a contact, so like someone I knew from school who does new skin and it's a bit relentless. It seems very culty from the outside and the like. Yeah, the, they're a lot the more secretive posts. as well about their products. Like they, yeah. they teach you to like post pictures with like something random from the new skin product line in the background but like not yeah. the main focal point of the picture like yeah. very weird behavior yeah weird weird it's like it's almost like subliminal isn't it they yeah subliminal messaging with this girl's post that it's like not a direct sales post so no. it's not like you know if I'm holding a, a can of coke like hey look at my can of coke it's yeah Oh, here's a picture of my eyelashes with a kind of coke in the background. P.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a strange thought, bit of carry on. So because we're having our house kind of renovated at the minute, I've been, you know, I've been following all the Instagram accounts. I've got to get all the ideas I can. <laughs> doesn't come I'm naturally, that's for five. sure. Yeah, no. it doesn't come naturally, that's for sure. But I'm right there with you. <laughs> I followed one girl and I was like, oh, no way. She's in my, she's in my area, like according to the location tags or whatever. I'm going through her house that she's um, done up and I'm like, oh, get to the bathroom and there's a bloody loomy thing on the sink. Oh. I was like, okay. <laughs> Your stomach just drops, doesn't it? Like when you see, you're like, oh, no. I was like, oh, shit. I've it's got through like, like I... 40 of her posts as well. I'm like, probably stalking her. <laughs> I imagine it being a bit like like I've I've been in a long term relationship so long I've not even ever been on a dating app. But I imagine it's a bit like when you're on Tinder, if you're like, oh, you know, this person looks really good for me. Really, oh, he murders dogs. Oh, <laughs> I've got to the sixth picture and it turns out he's a dog killer. Oh, that's yeah. a bust. Oh, <laughs> <damn> it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this was going so well until now. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, You've got they... to laugh, haven't you, Jess? Otherwise you'd cry. Like some Absolutely. of this is so depressing. I try and find the humour. Like yeah. and I think that's why. And I don't, you know, I don't agree with the the amount of piss taking people some go to out of people who are in MLMs because I, I do genuinely yeah. think they're all victims at some point and they're all going to come out of these at one point and think what the hell was I doing you know um but they kind of ask for it themselves sometimes you're asking for it and I you know any job I don't like my full-time job I love my job I don't come home and write about how much I love my full-time job every day yeah agreed that would be the weirdest flex like my my job's were fantastic like when I was sick and Mm. like you know off and adjusting and stuff they bent over backwards to accommodate me they gave me the ability to do any hours I wanted flexibly they gave me all the accommodations you could possibly ask for it was amazing Mm -hmm. and I still have never put weekly gratitude posts up about them though sorry guys (laughs) no I love you but uh not that much no he's like can you imagine coming over work and be like another day done in the office like I know blessed so blessed hashtag blessed hashtag boss babe no (laughs) um, I try I try not to laugh at the members I I don't think it's their fault I try and laugh at the at, at the tone and the sort of company practices rather than yeah. people that's how yeah I try yeah same. It. yeah that's, not, that's not the same you. with me and I mean I'm it, not gonna look at the rep and say you're I've, dumb for falling for this you're an idiot mm. no you're not you're a victim you've been told certain things that are framed in a way that made it seem yeah. realistic to you that's yeah, not your absolutely. fault yeah you're right but I hope I hope that people can step back when they're out of it a little while and just try and laugh to get through some of the pain of the practices the processes what the companies tell you to do Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I draw my line with it you know yeah and I mean I don't you know I really feel for people when they come out of MLMs and say some of their biggest regrets have been you know time lost with their family and stuff like that that one really gets I don't have any kids so I find it hard to not hard because I'm not heartless, but you know what I mean? I can't, yeah, I can't agree. And God, uh, yeah, I'd feel the same way because I don't have any children to come home to as such. But I've got yeah, a dog. Me neither. I've, I do have a dog and he's my child. But I've got a cat baby that is also my child. Yeah. So, so uh, it's the same. It's the same. Right? It's the same. It's the, I think it's the same. I'm yeah, sure. I think it's the same. Um, Every mum that's listening to this is like, shut up. The hell you just shut up. <laughs> no, it's not the same. I know it's Sorry, not the guys. Same. They are our babies in their it's, own way. Yeah. Yeah. They are. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have that experience but I think that one really gets to me when they say all the time they've missed and I think no because to be fair you could have had a job and putting in hours and hours and hours of overtime and still you know and still never seen them and you know if you worked a normal night like if you worked an after shift and your kids at work school all day you still wouldn't see them anyway you know so I, I try and I try to hope that that feeling goes away for people that they miss this and they've missed that and a lot of parents do miss a lot of unfortunately milestones don't they but I think yeah. it's the it's the amount of time that you're at home but not mentally at home because you're on your phone yes. posting or you're on a zoom call 
or I've got totally. to listen. Yeah, I've got to listen to my upline talk bollocks for an hour. So <laughs> I need to. I've heard that. a few. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm just going to say, like, I've heard a few reps say that it's worse, like that it's worse for them and they feel like they've missed more when they're literally at home in the room with their kids but not paying attention to them. Yeah. Like, somehow that hurts more. Yeah. Because they, they seem like they should be there. They should be having it. They're telling everybody that they're having this family time and this mm-hmm. business gives them that. When yeah. actually it's it's not true. It's a facade. Like they're sitting there talking to you on Facebook instead of hanging out with their kids. And it's it's that thing where they're sort of being forced to do this performance that looks mm-hmm. just like what they're after, but it isn't it. At least if you're in an office job, it is what it is. You know, yeah. and it's not masquerading as anything else. No. That one, yeah, that one gets to me a bit. Yeah. It's hard not... I think you'd have to be a very cold-hearted person not to have any sympathy for the reps that get sucked in, especially going back to, you know, like certainly the way that I became aware of them was through their sort of incessant targeting of people who were in tough situations Mm -hmm. and, you know, vulnerable positions. Mine started when I was at uni and struggling to pay rent. And then, then my sister, she was lonely. She was in a new country. She was a new mum. She hit all the criteria and they yeah. wanted her. Mm-hmm. And then leading up to when I started joining disability circles and they were seen as good marks to hit up because they were people that would be looking for money, you know, time, friendship. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the thing. Like, as much as I'm happy to sit here all day and tear the structure of the businesses apart and the ethics of how they do it, it's it's not the people within it who are the problem is it it's the structures that are enabling this and yeah. promoting these kinds of things I would hate it if reps feel like they're being the, the butt of the joke I don't think that's true in the movement at all no no I think sometimes it can come across that way can't it because you yeah. know you, you you read some of the like all the Facebook groups you know and I know you guys are quite strict on it anyway aren't you and you don't tolerate it yeah um, and luckily there's quite a few of you to monitor it in the group that um you help to run but some of them mm-hmm. you know they just have free reign and YouTube comments yeah. and Instagram comments of people's content like it just gets really out of hand on both sides like from people True, who yes. are in MLMs and people who are very anti um yeah. and and sometimes it's misstrewed isn't it the message is misstrewed like I don't have anything against you and I don't have anything against how successful you're being I guess I, I have because yeah. I, I want you to be successful I don't hate women as yeah. you tell me I hate women I want you to realize yourself that it's yeah. quite a mean industry yeah, we want to see people succeed in a sustainable, tangible, realistic way. Yeah. Not this artificially inflated illusion of success. Mm-hmm. Like we want real success for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I to- I totally agree. Like I think there's a fine line with um, you know, critiquing stuff from MLM reps and MLM world to being nasty and I do think it gets complicated when you get ex-reps and people who've been hurt by those businesses that they they have a right to vent their anger mm-hmm. so you have to have a space for that but you don't want to have the anger directed at anybody who isn't directly at fault you know so it's yeah. a tough thing to, to get right all the time and I think it's important but, people like yourself who've never been in one expressing yeah. your dislike for these companies too because that the general consensus is that we're all disgruntled because we've all failed in MLMs but yeah you know the message is getting out there that 
it's <laughs> like it's a predatory business model and mm-hmm. leeches on people's unhappiness but they try to mask it in positivity and that's mm-hmm. that's coming to the you know coming to the forefront of people's minds who haven't even been in one yet or yeah, yeah. I'll say yet but haven't ever <laughs> been in one um yeah you know you see it in the print screens of people's replies to people's Instagram DMs don't you they're like no thanks I'm not interested in MLMs so yeah. it's it's a, it can only be a good thing it's slowly getting out there I think and it's I do hope that we can totally challenge that narrative that all people who are anti-MLM are just pissed off ex-reps because mm-hmm. actually there are a lot of us like in the group that I admin for I'd probably say it's a 50-50 split honestly if I yeah. had to take a guess of mm. people that were once in them and people yeah, that yeah. have never been in them yeah. and they're just like me who've seen you know negative experiences through the prism of other people or who've done a bit of research in the business model and don't agree with it in a more academic sort of a way rather than personal experience yeah and I also love that it's there's some partners of people or ex-partners joining the group too like yeah you know like me and my wife divorced because of her being in an MLM like crazy it really gives you a, a little look into the the ways that these mm. things can be so deeply destructive beyond just your pocket like it's yeah. not even just your bank account that can get decimated like friendships are lost like relationships are lost it scares me how many times like divorce divorces have had mlm activity cited as a reason just because they can be really isolating and pull the person away from the people in their real lives yeah and i've i've talked about this before and i don't know if i've talked about it in online cut like content or whether I talked about it with Laura in her episode but you know like when I I approached my well shit no because I got signed under somebody else when I signed up I wasn't even put under the woman I thought was going to be my upline but that's another story but I was (laughs) it was me who did the approaching yeah you know I wasn't dm'd I was like I want to know what you're doing and I want to know are you making a success of it and yeah caused a lot of arguments between me and my partner and he was I yeah. come home from meeting this woman and I'm all full of it and telling him how this works and oh have you got a new job well it's not a job but I'm going to be financially free you know like all yeah and telling him what and he's like no that's a pyramid scheme and I'm like well actually no because they're illegal so it's obviously not a pyramid scheme yeah you know, like, so you're I'm, saying all the right lines yeah because she's just told me and I'm like and I go to her house and it's huge and she's got a Range Rover outside and I'm like well she clearly knows more than my partner does you know yeah. and that's how it makes you feel instantly um yeah. he was never ever supportive of that wouldn't even talk about it and yeah so I think it's quite interesting to see how imagine what happened if I was still doing it three four five years down the line and I was top of the pyramid scheme wonder yeah. if that changes for people you know does the monetary success change what the partner thinks well she's earning a lot of money on it regardless yeah that'd be interesting I would really love to see more like discussion of people who've been high up in in these companies for a long time as well I'd love to know how it works in terms of like how do they sustain that like how does Mm. it work exactly how stable and secure is it because if that implodes you know I can only imagine that say if you're like a tippy toppy rep in a business like I know I keep saying unique but it's just one of the ones that's on my mind Mm. if it's the one where people are leaving and moving along quite a lot something is brewing 
if you're a tippy toppy that's had a mortgage out on a huge massive house or a car lease payment that was being covered yeah. by the business but what happens like how does that affect your yeah life and, and your assets and your investments if I hope you don't to god people are saving that's all I think because uh, that yeah. could all be taken away from you because you hear well, stories yeah. of people, don't you leaving their MLM and take their whole downline with them yeah what happens and if a lot that of happens the, a lot of the tip tops as well do seem to like quite a lot of new MLM companies that start up appear to be started by people who were high up in other MLMs. So that seems mm-hmm. to be the cycle. Yeah, because they bring so all their downline with them. Surely that in itself demonstrates that there's no sustainability. Like once you've worked at the top of that particular pyramid, there's only so long you can hold on having any semblance of success before you have to move sideways to try and do it all over again. Yeah, build yourself back up again. But yeah, yeah, I hope to God these people are putting away in savings and not, you know, splashing the money about to take pictures of, oh, how amazing my life looks on Instagram. Because when so. it all implodes, I'd like to think people would keep their money, actually. Yeah, I don't want people to go broke say. and lose everything, <laughs> no matter how much they're earning at the top. You know, I don't wish that on people. I don't, I don't wish debt and, <laughs> like... um Oh, what's the word when you uh, re- not redundancy? You know when you de- bankruptcy. Sorry, you bankruptcy. know I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't wish that on people. You know I hope they're yeah. being sensible with the money and putting it in good places. I, I desperately hope any of the lucky, lucky few who've made money off MLM have been able to retain it in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. But I fear that many of them haven't just because the company's ethos recommends that you live beyond your means as a way to promote your business yeah so I I fear that more people than not have been lured into that sort of little trap of always live a bit beyond your means so that you can aspire to get there Mm -hmm. there is not a lot of encouragement in this business model to learn to be content with where you are and who you are no there's You're always striving there's for something else and yeah. striving to move up and you know it, it doesn't seem happy that a happy thing for other people who just want to go to work and come home and have their wage and live their normal life they don't want promotion they don't mm-hmm. want like I'm not you know I'm quite happy where I am and I mean you know more money would be nice it would be nice for anyone wouldn't it or if suddenly said to you oh I want you to be a manager of this isn't it great I'm I'm glad you think I'm worthy of it but I don't you know I'm not I'm not a big um I'm not striving for a massive huge career so I guess I don't really understand that part of it but yeah you're right it it seems to be nobody can just have a stable routine anymore you've got to constantly be developing yourself and constantly evolving into something else there's a lot to be said, you know, for trying to better yourself. And I'm not knocking anybody who makes no. an effort to improve their lot. If mm-hmm. you want to do courses, aim for promotion, do learning, do growing, more power to you. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the be all and end all. And I just no. feel like these companies don't leave any room at all for being content and happy and enjoying what you have and where uh-huh. you are. No, you're so busy all the time chasing the next thing that you don't have a minute to enjoy what you've already built for mm-hmm. yourself. But but they will tell you to be grateful for everything you've got, though, despite whether yeah. you've got time to enjoy it or not. You don't forget that bit. You've got to write. It's exhausting. So oh yeah, exhausting that you've never got the time to just sit and enjoy. It's always 
well, you're very lucky that we've given you this opportunity. So in order to pay us back for giving you that opportunity, you need to be busting your ass twice as hard. Mm. It's just, yeah, it makes me sad. Honestly, it really does. Not for long because we're going to change everything. This house of cards is going to come tumbling. I really believe that this is gaining momentum. Like people are learning slowly how to spot these businesses, how to recognise what they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's becoming a lot and people are becoming a lot more knowledgeable about it. And I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. So, yeah, I think I can summarise like this is um, there's a guy called Robert Fitzpatrick who's written a book Mm -hmm. recently on MLM economics called Ponzi-nomics. It's really really good. Is it good? I'm going to I keep meaning to order it on Amazon and it's just I haven't yet. And one of Roberta Blevins's episodes recently of her podcast she's yeah. reviewed the book and I'm not listening to it because I don't want to hear a review of it I want to yeah. read it myself so she yeah. talked to him R- Roberta talked to him a lot when he was writing it they worked together on it a lot it's really good wow but um this is this is the quote that I feel like it basically sums up how fragile this pyramid is so MLM businesses want you to believe that it is this strong stable thriving structure mm. that has all the space in the world to invite reps in and have a steady stream of income to give you financial freedom. And actually, citing Robert Fitzpatrick, statistically, it is more likely that you will win the lottery than make hundreds of thousands selling MLM. Oh, man. Literally and when statistics. You put it, <laughs> when you put it in that perspective, mm-hmm. that, that is a hell of you know a hell of a long shot to be putting your limited money your limited time mm. your limited attention into if you are in a situation where you're in desperate need of an opportunity of a bit of cash to get by of an opportunity that will let you have more time with your kids you are taking a hell of a punt on this one yeah they get one life that's for sure yeah wow As- <laughs> You're more likely to win the lottery. And, you know, I was just having this conversation with my mum and dad yesterday about they've been playing the lottery weekly. Like, I'm nearly 28, so yeah, they've been playing the lottery since before I was born weekly <laughs> and yeah. never won more than, like, tenor, a tenner or yeah. something. My <laughs> mum's the same. I'm, I'm 28 this year, and it's exactly the same. My mum's been buying a, a Lucky Dip ticket every Friday. <laughs> my entire life and beyond probably my sister turned 40 this year and I think my mum's been buying tickets since then Mm -hmm. and I I don't think she's ever won anything more than a tenner like no if you look at that think about that in perspective and those are your odds of achieving what's being promised to you in every job advert it doesn't sound very appealing does it no not one bit not one bit yeah if I can leave any if I can like leave one impression one image that will really convey how fragile this is and how unlikely it is that you're going to claw your way to the top of the pyramid it'd be Mm -hmm. that look at look at a stack of 40 years of lucky dips every week that have amounted to nothing (laughs) nothing yeah that is your chances I mean I said that to my my mum and dad I was like you add up how much and my mum was like don't I don't want to know (laughs) like how much you've spent over the years that's crazy um totally Right, so we will read the 
MLM story of the episode. So this oh, is yes. so I think this episode is gonna I mean I recorded with Hattie earlier and this was an this is another tropic story of I've got oh, you know, I want to go through everybody's in order that they sent. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying oh we had a tropic last time, so I'm not doing like I'll, it's another tropic. Um yeah. But I don't and I said the same to Hattie as well, I don't know much about tropic. That is something I've really got to look into. Um, yeah. because I don't know much about Tropic at all. I've had a little look and it mm-hmm. seems my my impression, and this isn't a deep dive, but it's kind of a general research, is that Tropic get a lot of um, mileage out of trying to present themselves as being very different from other MLMs. Yeah, that's, it, that's basically every, the only thing I know, really. They're but different. in every tangible sense from, I think um, I think it was Laura who's breakdown yeah. of Tropic I've watched and a couple of others uh-huh. that in terms of how they operate, in terms of their compensation plan, the way that it works, the the order system, everything looks the same. As I couldn't find anything that was different in terms of operations to an, any other MLM. Yeah, no, I I really that, want to look into their products and everything because I literally couldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to spot one in a lineup. Any of those. It's good. So. Good things about product quality seems to be like consistently yeah. hearing praise about the products is the only major difference I've been able to uncover. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah, I seem yeah this. yeah I think it's a bit lush type products, isn't it? Yes, I think so. Mm. So this one starts. So it's anonymous. Um, um, a manager was getting. So her experience in Tropic was a manager was getting everybody to put their orders through one girl's account so she could win the trip to South Africa. <sighs> it was cheating and massively unfair. Oh, oh no. Um, so that's the sort of fiddling we were talking about earlier, isn't it? Yeah, Is yeah. All of a sudden, oh, the products matter when somebody above you wants a promotion or a prize. Yeah, yeah, and strengthening oh. your legs. you got got legs of the pyramid. They've all got to be the same strength yeah. to promote. Um, so yeah. that, girl, that girl who went to South Africa then ostracized one of her team who made it to the manager status as she was so jealous. She was back in South Africa at the start of the pandemic. So they told Tropic she'd moved to South Africa to get her fired. <laughs> oh, la la. Wow. <laughs> that is serious. Like you must be angry towards someone who go out of your way to say they've bloody emigrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's bad. Um, all Lord. of her, all of her teams then bumped up to the upline who had been cheating to get her on the South Africa trip in the first place. <laughs> it's a hotbed of lies and cheating and a popularity contest. They all are. Yeah. If you don't yeah. look like them and turn vegan, you're excluded and made to feel like crap. So the cult of indoctrination starts, and you end up going vegan and making your family go vegan, so you can be a product of the product she's put in air quote interesting Mm, you spend a fortune on kits that have to be replaced they tell you that they don't force you to buy anything um but you have to have a kit to demo um that's 60 pounds they all say that yeah 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 i mean that you know startup fees you don't need to buy anything well you do because how can you sell it to people that you don't know what it's like yourself crazy um that's 60 pound every six months as the masks go off in six months because they like fresh <gasps> uh, fresh ingredients and stuff aren't they so similar to lush oh, yeah isn't it? yeah it's a lot like that mm. but um they're so much more expensive than lush 
Yeah. I said for a for five or six quid or whatever it is, I'm not too bothered if I've got to throw a little bit of face mask out after a couple of months. But if it's yeah. however much like Tropics is quite expensive, I think. Oh wow. It's up there with premium skincare prices. Oh, like, I I I had a scan of their website. I don't remember seeing anything that was below sort of 18, 19 pounds. Wow. That's ridiculous. Um so it's like and- premium high-end skincare prices. Yeah. Yeah, for everything you'll find in your kitchen, probably. Um, then you have to replace everything else uh, um, as it goes off. And she's put, and it really does go off. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, lots of stuff is out of stock all the time. And on top of that, not everything is made in, in our Surrey Beauty kitchen. I think that's one of the things, isn't it? It's like supposed to be a homemade family brand mm. type thing she put we were stunned 18 months ago when body pebbles all had made in france on them oh wow <laughs> that's not very transparent is it no um i like the products you'll hear everybody say that they're nice products but you know lush sells fresh ingredients on the high street without preservatives too it's yeah. a total shame they went to the mlm route mlms are just a way to get cheap sales force that you don't have to give any employment rights to and proclaim we own our own businesses we don't yeah if they decide to shut down we have zero say if we run our own business we have we have a say yeah you're right that's exactly what we've said that's <laughs> today. totally yeah you perfect story to on the head there. yeah she's um, totally hit the nail on the head so she's put um she's put the name of someone but I'm, I'll blank it because I don't know who this person is but she said this person's sob story so we were talking about the emotive thing earlier um yeah. is that her mum needed a water bill paying so she helped out by selling her homemade oh this must be the woman who owns it then oh yes okay like the how the business got going oh sorry that doesn't need blanking then somebody called Susie I don't know that's yeah Susie is the uh, owner of Tropic ah makes more sense then um is that her mum needed a water bill paying so she helped out by selling her homemade body scrub on Greenwich Market that story now changed to her mum lent her 200 pound to start up and that's why the kit is £200 to join. It wasn't £200 when I joined. It's gone up twice. And then you have to pay for more kits that you earn. It's a lot more yeah. than £200. Remember, all these products go off. Oh, so her, oh. her why. You know, I was talking about everybody has their why. Yeah, that's why. The, the emotive why. But she can't even stick to her why. <laughs> well, it changes it a little bit, didn't it? Oh, I, I wanted to help my mum pay her bills is a lovely story, but that shifts rapidly if it changes to, oh, my mum lent me some money to start my own business. It's not quite as emotional, is it? No. Crikey me. Because she doesn't need know. the emotive anymore. She owns the thing. No. She don't need the emotion. No. Well, yeah, thank you for sending that one in um anonymous obviously so i can't that respond was... to you or anything um it's in a google form which is kind of handy yeah. that um people can you know send in fill in the form and they don't have to leave the name or an address or anything like that so yeah, yeah. thanks for that one that's um, that was very insightful every, everything we said we've said today it's kind of relevant it really does yeah oh. that was perfect actually wasn't it she's uh kind of <laughs> underlined everything that we've um gone through so mm-hmm. So Long what's what's short. planned next for you? Are you going to be bringing out some of your own content or are you going to... Is that in the plan for you? I just... 
I've been toying with the idea of starting some kind of blog and doing written content. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure if anything video, audio is for me. Mm-hmm. Although I've quite enjoyed this, like, having a chat with you. So this is oh, my good. first time yeah, I've loved a podcast. It. Yeah, I've, I've loved really it. liked it. But um, yeah, I, I'm thinking, I, I just recently finished my master's degree. I was doing that part-time, so that was keeping me really busy. Wow. But now I've finished that. that. Thank you. I'm, I'm just kind of looking for something to fill the time now. I hate not having a project on the go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I might I might be looking to channel some of this um, righteous rage that I have towards MLMs <laughs> in the direction of a blog at some point soon. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's one thing talking about it, isn't it? But it's another thing seeing it for yourself. And I think that's why I set up the Instagram page at the same time that I'll put yeah. everything below because... Um, print screening the evidence of all of this is completely different isn't it than us talking about well I know somebody who did this it's 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 good to hear but it's also good to see it for yourself too so totally yeah you want all types of content all types of voices and I think there's this is a kind of movement where there is genuinely like there's space for everybody and their experiences Mm -hmm. you don't have to be an ex-rep you don't have to you, you don't even have had to have a horrible traumatic experience yourself in an MLM. You could no. just be someone who was in one, didn't work out, and now you're kind of seeing it in a different light. Like there is genuinely no specific like me, type of person. Yeah. yeah, like lots of people have a very neutral experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be someone who's, you know, been dragged to hell and back by an MLM to be part of this movement. Yeah, it's... Um... It's a it's a wild ride, but I'm glad we're all here. <laughs> me too. So thank you for joining me today. I've appreciated it. Oh, thank you it. so much. For, it's been really nice. Thank you for having me. And you're coming back with your business proposal at some point. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> I will have the original. Really we've got to we've got to we've got to dominate the MLM market here. Totally. I'm I'm going to get my best entrepreneur head on for this one. <laughs> I promise you. I'll take it seriously. <laughs> And if anybody else has their ideas they want to submit, please do. <laughs> These will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this extra midweek episode. And since I recorded this episode with Nikki, she's only gone and done it with a blog and Instagram page. Uh, I'll link all of that information down below. Remember, we still have an episode coming out on Sunday in Teletravel Part 2 and I have a very special guest joining me sharing her own experience on joining in Teletravel during a pandemic. You do not want to miss this episode, seriously. Make sure you visit the Huncovered YouTube channel where episodes are uploaded over there too and give the episode a like and subscribe. See you next time. <laughs>